What up, though? I feel you. I'm back up here for a few. Yeah. Yep, for a few to like the 20-something, 22nd or so. Um, there was a bunch of shit to do up here. There was honestly a bunch of shit to do up here. So, I'm here for a few. What's going on, man? It's, uh... Okay, solid. That's beautiful. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, shit. Yeah, we should. It's it's a shit ton going on on this side as well, and everything is is really really close. So it's it's looking really good. Um, it's just going crazy right now. So I'm broker in the business. It's a beverage company. They're looking to make me a CEO. For them. Oh, nice. So you're having some success on that. Uh, yeah, everything is good. It's up here, really. And the guy lives three minutes away from where I stay. Okay. So that was part of the reason of, of being up here. And then um, I pitched my app idea to Grant Cardone and his team for Tech Tank. And they wanted to co-found it. So I got that doc sitting in my email. They're trying to co-found it as a napkin idea. I'm like, hmm. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, it's a good look. I've been in contact with uh, Ira, a guy who basically is an investor for billionaire families. I uh, did the American Dream Mall, Mall of America, and the other third largest mall in the world. So I'm back and forth with him as well. He's interested as well. So it's it's a lot of cooking, and as soon as one of these. He's looking to look at it as well, so I need to copyright it, do the patent, do the trademark, and incorporate the business as such before I before I pump that for sure. So I'm gonna shoot up to you so you can see it. I think you'll fuck with it heavily, and that's gonna embed your stuff into it. 
um, and what you were talking about before. That's what it's looking like. And I'm literally probably a few months out from from really getting that shit cooking. I could do it right now, but I don't want to put it in So I'll shoot you over a couple of things that I'm into. Uh, yes, please do. Out. And actually, that conversation kind of prompted two questions on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, with Grant Cardone, was that something where you were actually speaking with him one-on-one and he personally knows who you are and he's taking interest in it? Or is it one of his like groups that's you know focused on developing you know multiple ideas and you're in that? Kind of following or in that group um background on that and he's in real estate heavily he signed on with uh, a guy named jared yellen out of miami and jared is basically has a machine to be able to build scale and exit napping ideas whatever they are if they're valid enough um over and over and over again so he's build scale and exit. jared yellen from uh from guard square I'm not sure where he's from. Garson. Okay. I mean, I, I, there's a, there's a few different names for him. The I'm I'm looking into something on my side uh, mm-hmm. because the uh, the secondary question was going to be this. Um, did I ever talk to you about K Enterprises? No. Not that it doesn't ring a bell.
um, and the concept of cyberbullying, um, I've never felt safer actually in an organization than I do at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so something to keep aware of, given that you know we're in interesting times in terms of how technology is being utilized full spectrum. Yeah. So um, that said, uh, with what K Enterprises offers in terms of value for entrepreneurs is it does get our foot in the door with governments. So we are a United Nations Global Compact partner. Um, and because of that, um, I have a role with our company. I'm the senior ambassador and the, uh, the head of the United States. Um, so the people that I'm interacting with because of this role are people like ambassadors to Ukraine, um, people who are in the governments in Switzerland, um, you know, people who are in governments in South America and Central America. We have projects in a few different countries at the moment that we're currently strategizing. Mm-hmm. Reason why I'm asking, you know, telling you this and giving you that as background. If you're interested, uh, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, this is the time commitment that is standard. Um, but on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we have one-hour meetings. Um, on Tuesday, it's all about kind of brainstorming and we talk about something, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, the United Nations has something called the Sustainable Development Goals. Have you mm. heard of that before? I haven't heard of that, no. So basically, the, the sev- there's 17 of them, and uh, if you ever like heard of like the Hunger Games, you, might, you know how there's like the different sectors or whatever, and they all have like a different you know focus? Yep. That's kind of what, you know, can be a, a metaphor to how the United Nations set up this platform. Mm. Well, all the sectors feed into each other. So like, for example, the first SDG is no poverty. And if you think about it, it does make sense because if you have no poverty, you can then move on to, um, you can finance whatever it is that you wanted to to, to finance. The the second goal is something called zero hunger. So if you obviously have taken care of poverty, you can pay for your food. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the third goal is health and well-being. If you're obviously you know, not poverty-stricken, you obviously have good food, then your health and well-being can, you know, be the next stage of your development. So that's kind of the general process. Okay. Um, so basically what we do with these 17 sustainable goals is we find experts that have either a strong passion for one of them. So for me, I focus on health and I focus on education because they kind of go hand in hand. Um, but we have other people in our group that are focused on, like, agriculture or gender equality or things like clean water and sanitation, um, you know, things like that. Mm. So, big picture, you know, once we get people that come to these brainstorming meetings, people will start to say, hey, you know, I'm really interested in this project in this country. And sometimes, you know, there's no interest in the, the group from anybody else, so those projects just kind of fall off and, you know, they don't come to fruition. But if you're a businessman, and, you know, this is what I'm thinking about, you know, from your side, if you have something that you're trying to sell or if you have something that can be of value that fits into any one of these 17 sectors, then you theoretically could become a value to enterprises if you have the time to network with us. And that would only expose you to different opportunities in different countries that align with mm-hmm. whatever project you're interested in. So, you know, this sounds app, amazing. You know, with this app, one of the things that, you know, I'm instantly thinking about is our director of health 
Um, I can't really give you the, the details of who he is without, you know, you playing the NBA. Um, but he used to be a chief at the World Health Organization in the telehealth space. So in terms of app development, app building, um, all of the stuff associated with big technology at the elite levels, we do have in with those groups. So just something to kind of think about if, if you're interested. Um, I would be interested in trying to see if uh, you know I can put you in contact with my CEO just to kind of see if vibes align. Um, and if things you know kind of come to fruition, um, I could see you potentially being in these groups. Um, and you know potentially once we get this app up and running, you know we can kind of use that as a service offering, um, which. I mean, there's no pay um, in terms of there's no salary offered to you at the moment. But if a project starts up in, let's say, India, right, yeah. and all of a sudden India is interested in purchasing your app, um, you know, you're obviously making money off of your sales of whatever it is that you're able to sell as a small business owner. But then you're also getting compensated from K Enterprises as the consultant who brought that service to K Enterprises to be able to offer it to India. That makes a shit ton of sense. So the app will be built out internally because the resources are there. Uh, they have an interest in doing so because they can offer it as a service elsewhere. And they offer it as a service elsewhere, then it looks like they're giving a shit ton of value to these other nations as well, which makes them look a lot better so you don't get paid on the transaction of being a salaried employee of K-Enterprises, but commission-based in my mind. Exactly. That's the best way to look at it. it I, I kind of look at it like, <clears throat> like real estate because these types of projects that we're proposing to people, you know, they're not just within our niche. Like, you know, I have the ability with my brain mapping stuff that I do to offer that to groups. Mm. But, you know, there's another person that we have that has, like, million-dollar service offerings. So, like, you know, one of the governments that we're working with, you know, we're talking about a package upwards of, like, $50 million um, to be able to put our people in there, um, which is going to bring salaries for that one project. But it's not a salary from K Enterprises. It's a commission-driven, project-based salary to maintain <coughs> that project, if it makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And my range is wide as hell because I was just sitting on the upgrade process thing that you see is they're trying to change the entire education system by taking coaches and their offerings and scaling them to seven figures and then automating those systems and everything of the sort. They wanted me to be their CSO, um, but instead I partnered with them. So every coach that comes in, like for example, one is, his whole thing is I train dementia and was able to uh, significantly reduce dementia. Another one is fixing people's subconscious on a regular and hypnotizing them into um, healing and everything of the sort. Another one is, like, you get the picture, there's going to yep. be all these different types of things and I'm kind of getting the best of the best um, network of, so that might speak to a lot of those those issues or the things that come up in those meetings. And I have access to these people because we're actually trying to scale their businesses and they're looking for us to make that happen. So, that'll be good. I mean, an app idea on my side, absolutely. Um, but that as well. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my, my thing is, is, like, you know, from, from your side, I mean, if, if it's something that sounds interesting, um, what I've just talked about, um, 
come check it out for a week or two, see what it's all about. If you know you see red flags, if you don't like it, walk the other direction, no problem. Um, but you know, just to give you a, a, a little bit of inside, the the first person that I brought into this group, um, she was provided to me by somebody who's the procurement director for Enterprise Solutions at the Secret Service, mm-hmm. um, and the laboratory that she got her master's in. Um, is is in one of the laboratories that's leading the nation for uh, threat casting and forecasting um, from an innovative perspective. Uh, her her uh, mentor is a legend. So in the United States, um, based on what I've brought to the group, and I know they already have some United States representation, we've brought quality to the table. Um, so, you know, if I'm bringing you into that, <laughs> um, you know, I'd be bringing... Exactly. That's kind of like what I'm saying is I'm like, yeah, this is my buddy from high school. I wouldn't introduce you like that. I'd be more so introducing you like, yo, this is a top tier talent that actually has a thought process and skill set that, you know, is a little bit underappreciated by most unless you know what, you know, he's actually talking about. But he's somebody that would would take us to the next level um, if if we brought him into K Enterprises, at least on the United States side of things. Solid. So what I would do is one, I would make sure I'm not repeating. <clears throat> Basically, what I've been working on is Twilio, right? And at the same time, I'll shoot you the video of the, the shit I've been cooking up is, is crazy. So I'm now, I'm just now about to actually open up and start putting my shit out. So I never put my shit out. But every time that I do put my stuff out, like it's, it's met with high results and high reps everywhere I go. So right. everything should be cooking in the background, but I'll intro you to those things so that you have a perspective of, so that you're confident walking into that. So yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm excited about it. All right, solid. So I'm going to shoot you straight just the app idea. Do you want to see the tech print action? Because it's like Shark Tank with the tech. So maybe like a six-minute video. Yeah, man, I mean, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever you're willing to to send me over, I'm one of the guys that, if you give me too much information, um, that's, it's actually impossible to give me too much information, so I I love looking into things, so. This is good. Alright, so I'll shoot those couple things over just to view them today, and, uh, and go from there and just know that there's shit ton more that I've done in the background outside of that. Cool. Yeah, just just so you're aware, I probably won't get to it um, until the weekend, and actually, I probably won't get to it until Sunday because um, I'm traveling Friday and Saturday. Um, but I am definitely going to take this seriously and look over it. Um, I'm actually in the moment rebuilding my website because I just built a, a couple partnerships with um, a couple businesses on uh, my small business side of things. Um, so I'm kind of, you know, doing a lot at the moment, but I promise you, I will look at it by next week at the, at the latest, um, and I'll give you some feedback on what I'm thinking. Sound good? Sounds good. It's a YouTube video. Cool. But, alright, cool. Do your thing. Congrats on everything that you're doing so far, man. Yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to you know going on this endeavor, and uh, hopefully uh, you know we can make something out of it. It sounds like uh, you know you've got a, a nice little uh, skeleton already created. Um, you know, looking forward to learning about it. Hundred percent. It's just a YouTube video, bro. <laughs>
No, I mean, hey, I mean, there's so much information out there in this day and age, man. Um, you know, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what it's all about, how I can go ahead and supplement it, and, uh, you know, who I can connect you to to, you know, make it a little bit bigger than it currently is. Right on, brother. Have a good one. Let me uh, let me check this really fast. 
definitely get to it, too. Actually, it hasn't come through yet. Hold on. Did you, did you text or did you email it? I emailed it. Oh, I went to info at Battlehead. Uh, there it is, man. Yeah, maybe ship us the country. We start bottling it. Let's roll. What um, what do you have any retailers? Like, are you primarily in Detroit or? No, now we're we have one five shades of rum. We're out here in Detroit. Then we're going to Seven Stone Beer. Big shout out to Seven Stone Beer. Then we reach out to you guys on the West Coast. And I know you reach as well. So right now we just that with um, one of the top five investors in the world. Like, he did the deals for Mall of America and American Dream. And, like, he was involved with Marvel and freaking directed them and shit. Yeah. So, we're trying to partner up with him. But if we can get on the road again, um, and if that goes through, then everything jumps up in a large way. But it's just, it's, that's a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's a ton. So we're over here, you know, holding it, holding it, holding it. I don't know if you saw that movie, but the flow, Braveheart, the flow is still going on. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, the website looks good. I like the, I like the font. I like, uh, I like the the splash in the front. It's beautiful. Reach for the star beverage. It's beautiful. Like damn, it looks good. How much bigger are you guys doing? Um, so everything's on, on pause until we do this tour. Like, we've pulled back at least 50%. Um, so we're just like, all right, cool. Let's just throw all of that. Let's get these numbers and then see what's what. Let them pull back. And we're reaching out and trying to get the best numbers, best costs and everything so that we can come to the table and say, all right, this is what it looks like from the production all the way to look at it on a large scale. Gotcha. We haven't done one in probably like the last last year, so that's that's key is now because of COVID. As much COVID hit, put that on pause because we're spending everything out of his pocket. So as soon as we strike a deal with one of these people that we're interested, then our phone and pocket is like you said we had to stop the deal because <laughs> of COVID. Yeah, I know. I hear I mean, the company just changed ownership, you know, obviously, as you know. So I'll talk to him, see what he has to say. And, um, you know, for production, you know, I just, for us, we got, you know, we got a, we could produce stuff, which we could only produce really in glass because the plastic's really, really challenging. The bottles fall over on the line, so it's a problem. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, um, uh, those new those new bottles that are like 100% recycled yet. I forgot what it was called. They have like all three of those. I thought it was super interesting. The the technology behind it. They said about 95% of them actually get recycled. And I think they have reskilled the bottle factory or something like that to get the bottle factory back on. 
Also, yeah, what does Thursday look like? Because we got both days. We got Wednesday and Thursday. Well, Thursday I have a bank coordinator, unless you want to be doing New Jersey. Okay. What does Wednesday look like? What does if Thursday in New Jersey works? You didn't mention I'm going into New Jersey as well. Like you said, you're going straight to Europe, to New Jersey, to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Well, what time New Jersey though? Because I might not be free till late. That's what I meant to say. Uh, um, what's late? What are you thinking? Uh, what's late? Uh, what are you thinking of? Is that five, six, or is that like? And then um, this, when you find what works in terms of the place, you know, we'll be on the road starting at what, like 3 or 4 a.m. to get there around that time. So Why, you're driving? Yeah, we're going to drive over. And we just, we're just getting up there in terms of age, so you know, that's, that's what I'm going to do is the airport and the whole purpose of that. And so. Well, well, so where are you driving from? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Take the Heights. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <coughs> wow. Strong seven, about seven and a half. Yeah. Wow, that, that is a long way. Uh, how old is the guy for the stage? Oh, man, he's all, he's 
Seven degrees. Seventy-five or so, I believe. Seventy-five around that range. Well on bad days. <laughs> well on bad days. Wow. I hope you're not driving this for three weeks. No, it's about it's only about three meters away. I think the lane is being tested. You can let me it. <laughs> what kind of car are you driving? Um, Lincoln MKZ. Oh, nice. Nice little hybrid. It should be smooth sailing all the way up there. Oh, it's a hybrid? Yeah, it's a hybrid, for sure. Yeah. All right. So that's more, that's more mine. That's my car, so. I haven't gotten to that, that other level yet, so I'll let you ask that uh, a caddy. Yeah, nah, I don't drive a caddy. Too fancy for me. Yeah. <coughs> My grandfather is a multi-millionaire, and he would not drive a Cadillac. You know, he felt it was too, too showy, too much, and, uh, you know, that's in our ethos. Mm-hmm. As I told you, I'm Jewish. I'm Orthodox, you know, so we're not... It, it, let's say if you're a proper Orthodox, you're not about showing off money, even if you have it, you know. Don't show it off. You just, you know, try and use it for the right purposes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. You probably want to subscribe to something similar. Don't go crazy. Yeah. I don't think I will. I think if I did, it would just be given some yeah I've just been chilling so there's plenty of people you know ready ready to use it yeah 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 um I was gonna ask you what what do you do when you're not working for the doctor um high ticket sales I'm a business analyst as well um so it's been 13 years of that and the business analyst action is, is pretty recent. I've taken a liking to it because most of my network is, you know, coaches, people trying to build businesses. And I was always the one helping them out with it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Ooh. Closed up too. Oh, my God. Oh, that's <coughs> not like the whole turnpike is closed. Sheesh. So how do you get off? I, I don't know. I have to take a whole other route over here. I don't even know. I, I, uh, it keeps trying to put me back on this Route 95. Um, I just don't know how to do this here because this is all all messed up. I wonder if the whole highway is closed. If you, uh, uh, if you download Waze, it'll be exactly yeah, Waze. Waze. That'll be the wrong place. Mm. Usually they update way better than Google Maps does. Well, somebody must not have put on that the road is closed. I, I don't know. Wow. But now I'm really, really messed up. I don't, I don't even know where I'm going yet. But, excuse me. So, so. I see some tears uh, up through the night because it's kind of crazy over there. It's like anytime you start moving in the right direction, <laughs> things, yeah, do, things start happening.
questions from around the world. It's Rudy Latin, Rotary 17. All right, well, sorry, all right, I just wanted to do a little U-turn over here. I'm thinking generally we need around 12 or 12.15. Do you want to have a bite to eat or something like that? I think we'll, we'll probably, we could probably do that. You know a good spot. You know a good spot or two. Both of you guys pretty much know that area. I've never been, um, so. Oh, you never been to New York? I never have. I don't know why. But I just oh, oh, my God. Well, you got to go to New Jersey to the American Dream. I mm-hmm. could, uh, it's a shame. I would meet at the American Dream. Uh, uh, I mean, you can I'll do that. It's, it's pretty flexible, Jersey, you know? New Jersey's on the way. Yeah, it's pretty flexible, to be honest. So, if we could do that and go to the American Dream and knock it all yeah, out, I think that would be good. Yeah, oh, you'll, you'll knock your socks off and we'll take you. Indoor skiing, indoor water park, indoor amusement park. What? Uh, wait, can the doctor walk okay? Uh, he's laid down. He's laid down a little bit. Uh, or should we get him like a scooter, one of those mobile scooters? The scooter would probably be best. Get a scooter, so you can not really press, and we can have a we can have a time. This will be my first time in New York City, New Jersey, all of that. Well, I've been in New Jersey, but that was for basketball. So you've been in and out, and that's well, it. <laughs> um, how, how what time is your next meeting going to New York? Um, I have to get the itinerary from them. I'll probably know a lot more in the morning when I'm driving uh, out that way. But we just have because a list of people we have to think of right now. That's in the yeah, because New Jersey, come to New Jersey might might be too too much of a delay, you know, to get in and out of the car and that whole thing. If you're already coming, maybe it's easier just to go to New York. But um, I guess so. Maybe text me in the morning. The best thing is, can you just text me? And when you text me, just say who you are because I, you know, I don't have a chance to put everybody in my phone book. So just say text me. It's Brandon with Doctor, you know, with the doctor, yeah. and uh, you know, blah blah blah, and all that. Cool. Do it for sure. You probably get around there about like ten or so, ten thirty, possibly. Um, well, you're you gonna leave at three o'clock in the morning. I would think so. I mean, three or That's four. So early. Well, well, he hasn't uh, arranged that with you yet. Yeah, I mean, that was the plan to get out there about three, four, something like that. Miss the morning traffic. Um, and get there around noon. Right? Think about morning <coughs> traffic <laughs> going out that way. get a, a little jump start and then we'll be in obscurity by the time that morning traffic hits. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what, maybe do me a favor. Text me from this number now and just say it's Brandon with, you know, with the doctor. And that way I have a doctor who can tell me what it is. You know, I don't you need to type a whole long thing. Yeah, no worries. <coughs> I'm going to try and move this. What about this one o'clock I can meet you, um, let's say 12.15 in Manhattan, and, uh, uh, 
Okay, I'll stop it in the text. And if you click that link that I sent, scroll down and just hit add contact. And that'll actually give you all of my contact info. Yeah, I might have I might have put it in, but for whatever reason I didn't read any register yet or anything. But yeah. <coughs> all right, I'll do that. Okay. So we'll do that and then uh So it'll be scroll uh, down, add contact, create new done. If you're on the iPhone, or you're on Samsung. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, iPhone, iPhone. Yeah. <clears throat> that'll be that. So that'll work out. We'll shoot for that. Let me know what's happening with the 1 o'clock. I'll text you anyway. Uh, a few hours ahead of time. We'll see if that, yeah. that got moved. Yeah, I'm going to try and arrange it in tonight to get that moved, okay? Okay, that'll work. We'll be back and forth. Right. Be uh, safe, uh, okay. all right? You bet. You bet. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to make a but then on the way back to Cleveland, you got to stop at the Smack and Dream. I'm just passing by right now. They got a, a huge, like a 400 foot Ferris wheel, indoor ski slope where you can ski year round. Literally, you come with your suit, but this is pants, uh, jacket, gloves, helmet. You can ski for two hours for 89 bucks. Perfect skiing year round. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And indoor, indoor amusement park. Definitely going there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe. Make sure I got some memory on my phone. <laughs> and the video guy. Yeah, oh yeah, make sure you got that memory. <sighs> For sure. Outside of that, um, it's all good. And to answer the rest of your question, like I'm building out a mobile app, a basketball app. Um, I pitched it to Grant Cardone and his tech team. They wanted to co-found it. I wasn't trying to give up 51%. So, or 50% or anything like that. <clears throat> so, that's, that's the project. That's so funny. That's the second <coughs> time I've heard his name today. Cardone? Yeah. Yeah. He's moving pretty pretty quickly through some things. Um, he built out a little tech tank. And they're trying to uh, build, scale, and exit 10,000 napkin tech ideas. Showed up because he was a friend of one of the other people that put it together, 
so he, you know, did his one too. And uh, Jared Yellen was there with him and actually partnered up with for his pet tent so that he can, you know, get the tech idea. And then, you know, what he does, he blows on it, blows it up. And uh, that's what it was. So I told him I had an idea for it. I submitted it and uh, I pitched him a five minute pitch. They accepted. That contract is sitting in my email that I'm not going to move forward because 50% is crazy off top. Yeah. So well, why did you even renegotiate with them? Tell them not in that pitch. You're not going to get 25. Uh, they were charging 1000 for due diligence to start that process. And reading through the, through the fine print of it, and I'm like, I don't know if me signing this off is me accepting the fact that it's going to be 50%. So it's still no, just scratch it out. Scratch it out. Scratch it out. Just write 25%. You're not paying for his due diligence. Tell him to fly a kite. You know who the heck is he going to be with? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, okay. you, you know, you, just because he writes something, you just tell him to go you know where. Yeah. <coughs> I'm telling you, that's one of the most important things to learn is, you know, like, sometimes people think, oh, well, he said it, so uh, I can't. No, that, you know, that's just his negotiating voice. But show me that you, you know, you, you, uh, you don't let any Cardone boss him around. Tell me you give him 20% or 25%. He, he pays his own darn uh, due diligence. I mean, like, you're, you're not a bank. Huh. This is true. I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that for sure. Because it's way yeah. past the napkin idea. Like, it's well thought yeah, out. And just, yeah. And when you send it back, though, don't, don't, just don't sign it. So, you know, so they can't claim you signed it. Just mark it up. Um, I don't agree to this. I don't agree to that. Not 50%, 20%. And, you know, um, <coughs> but this Cardone guy, who is this guy yelling who he's working with? Um, Jared Yellen. So he's been in the tech space. Uh, I didn't do crazy due diligence on him. Um, but, I don't know, they partnered up, and he knows the tech space, and Grant is usually all real estate, and uh, he's, basically he has a system where he can take a napkin idea, put it through a system, um, get it to a, you know, minimum viable product, scale it from there, and then uh, get it ready and poised for export. So since he has that machine, he can take whatever napkin idea, and, you know, charge an exorbitant amount because... But you know, has he actually done it for real? Yeah, I believe so. Well, that's I mean, what he says he does. So I got to check. I'll check in. You just think how many people have been on Shark Tank and how many of those products have you actually seen at the end of the day? I've seen a few. I've seen a few. Just a few. in the Walgreens. Uh, but not, not as many pitches that are there, obviously. Yeah. Great sharks, you know, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll, don't see that much. Right. That's something to look into for sure. Um, I also pitched it to, you know, Ron Artest, VP. He has a similar app called X versus X. Um, basketball app. It's going to be online and offline. Um, I pitched the idea to them, and they said they wanted to bring me on. The idea was a little further thought out than what Ron has, but his is already 
type it in the app store. So I've had a couple different touches. It's all been positive feedback. And I don't think it costs a lot to get it done, to be honest. The way I mapped it out, it's pretty green. Is your is your idea patented or, or trademarked? Uh-uh. That's what I'm waiting on to really, before I go into crowdfunding or anything like that. Well, I would write, I would, I would write copyright on it, you know, like a minimum they could do that. Copyright on it? Yeah, yeah just write uh, O-R on it, you know, which means like uh, registered or, or something like that. I'm trying to figure out which way to go, but I think I'm going to go straight with this little idea. Yeah, too crazy. I don't know what's going on with these roles. I'm listening to my own thing. I'm not listening to Waze, because Waze sent me uh Five different times to go to the turnpike, and the turnpike was closed. So I'm not going to follow these guys. I'm going to go my own route. Yeah, exactly. Got, got my, got my own bike. <laughs> Thanks, nobody's uh, updating it. Mm-hmm. So, do so, uh, a poor man's patent? Yeah, like copyright. And that, you know, at least we'll maybe get somebody to, you know, think it's copyrighted or trademarked and maybe, you know. For sure. For sure. Uh, I did it in video mode, in video format. So um, I'll pull that back a little bit so we can try it again. Somebody's working on that. My dad knew that I was in, you know, the business analyst world. I'm flying around doing that. So then, after getting his mention of what he had going on, I was like, well, you should meet my son. He's into all that. And that's how we hooked up. Uh, and, and here we are. So. Well, we, and where's the son? I don't think I've heard about the son. I'm the son. Huh? <laughs> I said, I'm the son. My dad introduced Boyd to me. Oh, 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 he said, you know, your dad said he introduced me to his son, meaning you. Ah, I yeah. got you, I got you, I got you, okay. For sure. So um, okay. It was like three now, minutes away, you know, oh. so I've been going back and forth, figuring out what needs to happen, and uh, yeah. I guess he had connected with you years back, and then he followed oh, through God, or something like that. Oh, God, must a million years ago. Um, and the question I guess I have is, is he overly opportunistic? Optimistic about, I mean, like, if somebody's basically shut down, right? What, what, by the way, did you find out why they can't sell his existing syrup right now? Uh, it's literally just about getting a run going. So, I mean, he doesn't want to dump any I, more money into it. So, I thought they said there was syrup in the warehouse. <clears throat> syrup in the box. So, those warehouses are actually able to produce them right now. So it's just about taking the money, putting it over, making the first run. And then he also has a connection to uh, a line of credit to make over, I think, uh, $100 million worth of product as well. 
talking about everything that you built out, everything that looked like a puzzle that's built out, the money that's increasing, the money that he's refusing to put in himself. So he's having uh, a strategic partner put that money in and grow and make it happen. But everything's already in place. I say all you need to do is put in twenty fifty thousand and you can have a hundred million dollar order that you're gonna make whatever X million on. And somebody says, No, I don't wanna put in the two fifty for that order. What would you say? Walk the other way pretty fast, right? I would say why. If I would ask him why. I asked him why and he said the story from what's his name the guy, but I mean like, you know, but I'm saying it doesn't apply in every instance, and he's got everything ready, right? All he needs to do is put in two and he's got his Kool-Aid mix ready, and everything's ready to go. Instead, he wants to have me in, and I'm going to take a big chunk of coming through it myself to get 
100% up on game. Um, but, man, when I get there, then, you know, I know all these guys pretty well. But who, who did you play ball for, by the way? It's a league, Jamestown. <laughs> Really? Oh my God! Wow. Yep. Wow. Got some 
best for us at this point to kill me. I'm gonna go through the process like I was saying. Gonna go on a visit. Yeah. Gonna go through the tryout. Uh, gonna get represented. Ike, did that was because you had those kids? That's because I had the kids, and it was, uh, I would stay up late, I would play irresponsible games. Like, I never got yeah. held to a standard because basketball was so good. And I'm just like, yo, do your thing, do your thing. But I never really got that off the court. <coughs> I do, but I don't. I see. You know, it's just like, so. I see. I see. So how do you, um, wow, that's really very, some very tough life lessons. I mean, geez, yeah. very tough. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's all serendipity because that's what the athletes can do as well. So I needed to be outside of that to see that perspective yeah. of and now I built everything around it mentally. Now it's just about cash. Put the cash together, tie it up, let's go and then I have a nice machine to put people through and really give them everything they need. But how how are you gonna help them avoid those traps? So that's what the, the mentorship and everything was for. So I call it uh, Capital Fam. And so I can literally, with that app, for them to get into the tournaments and to the leagues and everything of the sport, I'm going to require them to go through different material. Ah, so you mean uh, reading the materials or whatever? Reading materials or uh, uh, different mentorship oh. programs or whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? I'd love to tell you about it. Randall, hold on one second. I'm just going to pick something up at my brother's house here. I'm coming right back on, okay? Hang tight one second, okay? You got it.
just a network, you know, like you can introduce people and get stuff done. The one thing maybe in your drive with Dr. Boyd, you could find out why he doesn't want to put $250,000 $250, into this deal because it, it sort of makes me nervous, I'll tell you that. I mean, I, I'm still going to look at it. <coughs> Excuse me, because maybe there's a deal to be done. But if a guy who has money doesn't want to put up 250000 in a business that he already knows, that he's already in, and he has a $100 million order supposedly at the door, that's just vicious, right? I think we could all agree on that, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kyle would agree. He's saying that. Right, I mean, that certainly makes you ask the question. Who, who would do that? Was he giving away money? But even his, his 250 number, as we discussed, if he was his cost, if his cost of goods is 80%, right? So if I put up 250000 so if you divide that by 0.8, right, you get whatever, I don't know, 300000 or whatever the exact math is. I think it's 300000 So to make $300,000 of a saleable product and putting up two fifty, he's only going to make $50,000 on it. So how does that, how does that help him? Right? Yeah, he broke down the numbers quickly. It wasn't Thursday. It was the numbers. Because I asked that too. I asked the question. After you asked the question, he was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty much off. But he went through those again. I don't have those numbers, but he does. Um, we talked about it over the phone earlier. So I don't want to misrepresent those numbers because those numbers are extremely important. So on that conversation, for sure. Misrepresent it right now until it's solid. So, you know, tomorrow will be some time for that. But I yeah. think everything, man. I think everything straight up. He's a straight shooter. So, you know, I'm going to see what you feel. What you feel to say yeah. some things from there. I didn't do the due diligence and everything. I can't say that I did talk to the Department of Defense and they did have, you know, some clout there as well. And they said you just need to do some certification, I forgot what it was called, and um, then they can put it through all the different services, and maybe whatever it is, so those things are factual, but yeah, there's some, there's some blocks to uncover, and once those are uncovered, you guys feel free, feel free to see if you're yeah. on that and then what, you, you get paid if this happens? Yep, you get paid after it happens, and then the way those two tie together is that with this app, again, it's going to be basketball. It's going to be global. It's going to be all of that stuff. So, I mean, what better do than to let it have, like, these events, these letters, these press releases, whatever it is. So that's a, another stream of income, which makes sense to me to tie those two together. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. But is this, is this deal tied to your app? Um, no, but if I had any type of stake in it, then I would definitely want to have those levels as well if I choose to have my, my event. You sure. know what I mean? 
Sure. So that's a whole other stream of income um, and revenue. So yeah, I want to have that. I do. I do. I have a deck. I have the five-minute pitch that I did with the tech, uh, the, the tech pimp, what they called it. So I have that, and I have like the motion picture part that I edited and all of that. I'm I'm protective over it only because I gotta put the docs in, right? You know what I mean? Right. I gotta put yeah. the docs in, right? So I'm leery because of that. Yeah, I hear you. If we know people that that can help me through that process and maybe be able to sort, that's my network. Maybe I can help you. And at the same time, I need a chunk of change to do that as well. So um, that way, I'll be extremely grateful for that to get it set the right right way and have some stuff. Yeah, let me see. Now you're 6'6", six, you six, can fit in the MKZ, okay? <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, those seats, they drop real low. So I got a little bit of headroom there. Yeah. Right. Uh, by the way, uh, how, can I ask, how old are you? Uh, I'm 33. <laughs> I'm I didn't start really working, working until about 20, 27 or so. Like in a, a real strong, okay, I'm about to put this career together working since good sales before just to get by, but yeah, now it's, it's been that. And because I didn't do the large scale basketball, I mean, I have to do some large scale something, so that's why you hear me with this type of, uh, energy, uh, this type of energy. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, well. Still got some juice, man. Still got some juice. Still get a poster or two. It's just cardio now. But yeah, yeah, I play ball too. Yeah, how tall are you? I'm just six feet. Okay. Point guard. Huh? I said point guard. That's what they call him. Yeah. Point <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Boy, this freak yeah. is uh, six. Six something as well, six five, six four. He's pretty tall. I, I, yeah, I used to play. Uh, you know, uh, I used to play more of an inside game, but I, I sprained my ankle so many times. I don't have any cartilage left in my left ankle, so it's all disfigured. You know, because uh, I sprained it, I had crutches, canes, this and that, whatever. It was old days. You know, they didn't really give you a lot of. DLC and just said, oh, just, you know, don't walk in it for a few weeks, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, like, you don't really right. do about mm-hmm. physical therapy, so my ankle is, like, you'll see, it's, uh, it's big, and it's sort of ugly, but, Crazy. but thank God I can still play on it, but one thing I noticed, if I don't keep the muscles there strong, the musculature strong, uh, I do have bone-on-bone contact, like, it'll start clicking, Ooh. you know? So I have to make sure to, you know, do, uh, do some tippy toes work and stuff like that to keep everything together. Because there's nothing in there to keep, uh, you know, to keep it good. Oh, yeah. That's like my knees. My knees. So I've got to do the right extensions and 
to these quads that can protect them. But I don't know what what would protect ankles in that same way. Like what uh, is I that? Is it? Right. You got the the shins you and you got gotta, the calves. You know, and yeah, you just gotta exercise, you know, so that the ankles stay strong. But I mean, you know, because I used to play a lot inside, and you know, you turn it out, you turn it in, you, you know. I mean, uh, I, uh, you know, I've been in college. I have so many times of crutches, pain, and this and that, and oh, don't worry, you know, just stay, go light on it for a few weeks. You'll be back, and you know, as soon as you start, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a baller, right? So you see guys playing ball, it's like, yeah, okay, I lace it up tight, you know. Mm. And then I, I started wearing these, uh, I think it's called McClendon or something like that, a certain brand of uh, ankle braces. So I wore those, and, you know, they laced up pretty high, but I think what they did is they migrated a lot of the pressure up to the knee. Mm, because if the yep. ankle doesn't bend, I think it puts, like, a lot of pressure on the knee. Okay. So, that line, yep, and then it's the hip yeah, after that. Two, two meniscus tears. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, oh. but two years apart, so I, I got, got one, got to recover, then got the next one, got to recover. Oh, you know, that's so. the best. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I'd rather get them at the same time. Yeah, oh, but that, and that, uh, that physical therapy is like, Keep the ball between your legs. Now see how tight you can pull the rubber band away from your legs. And doing all this stuff like, I've never done any of this before in my life. Like, when I'm playing ball, you know, like, what the heck? I've, all this stuff they're asking me to stretch and do, I've never done, you know. At all, not once. <laughs> but, uh, you know, anyway, it's whatever. But, uh, what, but got you into, yeah. what got you into all of this? Like, what switched that over for you? Ball, but into into what you're into now, like into all of this investing oh, well. and everything you said. Was it? Well, it's very interesting stuff, you know. And uh, you know, I was always interested in putting things together, like mergers and acquisitions. You know, yeah. putting companies together one to one is five. So, yeah. for example, like uh, I was chairman of a garbage truck manufacturing company, and I always wanted to make the most energy-efficient garbage truck. Because a garbage truck gets about two or three miles a gallon. It's like oh. the worst truck in the industry. Jeez. Even a dump truck gets better mileage. So when uh, I saw that BYD came out with an electric ch truck chassis, you know, like the, the driving part of the truck, Mm -hmm. I called BYD. I said, listen, we've got the most energy-efficient garbage truck in the industry. I want to come see you about doing a fully electric garbage truck. And they said, well, we're working with somebody already. I said, well, that's okay. Ours is better. Mm. And I came out there. I met with them. And they were blown away because they said, well, you know, we have to do all these things called duty cycle studies, you know, to see how much energy it takes to do this and do that or whatever. I said, listen, we've already done all those studies. We know exactly how much power it takes, you know, to lift the tailgate, dump the garbage, or to feed the garbage, or whatever, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. we, we got it covered. And, uh, anyway, so, uh, they were blown away by that, you know, because they, you know, most people in the garbage truck manufacturing,
actually business. You know, they're just metal guys. You know, they don't care about the, you know, muscles for talent or any of that girly stuff, right? right. They, they just want to, you know. So they were very blown away. So I got a five-year exclusive agreement with them for all of North America. Jeez. So. What did that do for them and what did it do for you? Well, for our company, it put us on the map because we were the first ones to have a real fully electric garbage truck, 100% electric. Um, and for them, you know, they had never really, you know, they, they were dealing with some metal vendor out there who, you know, really didn't care about electric. So, you know, it was sort of like a back back of the back of the farm project. They, they didn't really care about it, but we cared about it. We put a lot of mustard on it, and we got it done a very short period of time to make the thing work and then we went to the city of LA and they were like blown away by it They're like wow we'll take 25 of these things mm. and they saw wow there's a huge market for this here mm-hmm. so yeah <coughs> okay so that was your first taste and then from there you like got addicted to it oh oh I've been doing it before. I had a summer internship at a government agency, uh, and they I was dealing with, like, troubled loans over there, and, uh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, this guy just turned on the road, no looking over there, oh, my gosh, like a 55-mile-an-hour highway, the guy just turned onto the road. And the car, guy in front of me, instead of, like, flashing his lights and letting the go, guy know, don't do that, let him cut him off. And, okay, whatever. He jumped around and cut Great. him off. <laughs> Crazy driving here in Jersey. No, he, he should have flashed his lights to tell the guy, slow down, don't don't pop onto a highway at five miles an hour <laughs> in front of moving traffic. At night. about it. All I've been doing is gluing together these different opportunities and people that I've run across and every time I have a conversation it's just something on the tool belt that I can add value to somebody's work based on yeah. the experiences. So. Did, 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 you, um, did you go to college? <coughs> yep. I was at Dana University in Jamestown Community College. <coughs> Didn't finish up. I was in the International business, so I went to TCU to try to finish that up. But it was like a year left for like uh, one or two credits or something like that. So I just went to TCU and finished it off instead of going to Urbana. I feel so you so you got like a BA or whatever. Yeah, bachelor's in international business. So got that. Didn't do much. I mean, I guess it does a little bit for. Yeah, I mean, you got to have the BA, but the the most important thing is to get the right work experience, you know, to get in the right job. Uh, I worked on myself a lot more than I worked on, you know, certain jobs to get the experience, so. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like it. No, it sounds like you're a thoughtful person and have really grown, you know, in a very, uh, in a very very thoughtful way. I appreciate it.
sure. I gotta scrub the ground and learn what I need to learn and spend all of my time doing that. So, you know. Well, God willing, you know, uh, you'll 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 get uh, you know get opportunities to grow and get uh, get to a place where you want to be and everything like that. You know, and uh, uh, you know, and I'd be more than happy to help you introduce you to people to get you there. Uh, I'd love to see that app so that, you know, like, I, I know some family offices out in Cleveland that maybe could do something with you, and, uh, you know, but I, I think you should tell your story, you know, like, I think your story of what you went through is very important, you know, and I think a lot of young kids should hear that. You know, and I mean, you know what's going on, right? I mean, 75%, you know, African American kids are born without a father, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's tragic, right? You can't, you can't expect to have a society. 75 percent. Huh? 75%. That's mind boggling. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Whatever, maybe maybe the numbers changed since I saw it, but that was the number for a very long time. It's it's a tragic number, even if it's fifty percent, right? You you can't expect to have a wholesome society on that basis, yeah. right? And that's that's really the big problem in all these inner cities. Why you see this stuff going on? Because there's not a nuclear family there to raise the kids. And kids need a father who's present, who's a role model, like you are. And, you know, because otherwise they're going to, you know, going to go haywire because there's just too much pleasure-seeking out there that's going to attract them and, you know, with bad incentives, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And even my, I have my dad and my mom, and I still, you know, get caught up as a black man. Society, like, been tied up in a bunch of little stuff. And it's, uh, it's predatory almost. You know what I mean? But I don't want to do the victim thing. But at the same time, it's so it's easier to get caught up. So you don't have that. Right. Uh, right. Well, without without a basis, right? Without you know, without a family, without religion, without whatever, you know, people are gonna succumb to desires to, you know, the need of the moment, and, you know, and that usually doesn't lead to a good place. For sure. And, and, and a, lot of that, a lot of that is coming from, from funds and economic welfare. Like, somebody could be fed and, you know, have food in the house and stuff like that, and they'd be a ten times better person when they walk out the door. Or somebody might be destitute, and then that's gonna make them jump right into whatever pleasure-seeking things it is. You know what I mean? That we see on a regular basis, because they gotta get a guy in the movie, and they don't have a role model to show them exactly how. So for me, it's more so, hey, let's let's get them enough residual to get the money out the way, and they have 40, 50, 60 hours a week back in their pockets to work on whatever actually matters. 
that's your mental health, and that's your fight, that's your spirituality, and that's your everything that really matters in the world. But we spend most of our lives just trying to get the two or three thousand per month that it takes to live normally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I get that out the way and embed that into this, then something's done. Then that's great. Right. But the only problem is that when money comes free, then, you know what I mean? Then it's not real. And and that's part of the problem, too, is, you know, when when it says, well, you don't need to do anything here. We're going to pay for your apartment, your food, your this and that. There's no incentive to work. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And this is, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, unfortunate. I mean, you you saw what went on here with the, uh, uh, all of a sudden the government decided that they were going to widen out the list of um, disability claims. Make them dependent. Make them dependent on the government. Exactly. And I'm telling you, this, yeah, and I'm very sorry to say that that much of this comes from the quote-unquote leadership of the community. Mm. Is instead of saying, no, you have to, you know, you have to toe the line and develop yourself instead of saying, no, we're not getting, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just, you, you can't get everything because nobody's going to work, no matter who they are, no matter what color they are, right? If you give them, here's your food, here's your house, here's everything. So most people are not going to work. It's, that's just the nature of being a human being, right? Whether they are Chinese or white or black or whatever they are, you know? For sure. Um, that's a little bit of, a little bit of both, about like, creating jobs or putting them into a system where they learn that they need some skill set to where they can do that. And that's what I'm embedded into versus who they take with. Because I know what that means. You saw that with PPP loans and all this other stuff that you went into. You know, went through the money and just destructive and nothing good really came out of that except for the people that, you know, had a, a solid mind but it did just yeah. magnify what people are or who people were in front of me. Yeah, and how much fraud, you know, went on. <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever. Just the, the, that's the problem. Is there's like massive fraud. Because all the people who wanted to coast and, you know, whatever race or sector they were, they were had their hands out, you know, ten times to get the money, you know. Permission. I feel like I got a solid language that I do it the right way. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I could introduce you to some people. <coughs> like, th- check out this lady, Dr. Belinda Bond. Now, I I think she's a big, a big pumper. You know, I mean, she she like name drops like uh, you know like you change your socks, <laughs> but. Uh, but but she's uh, you know I, I don't, she's got pictures in front of uh, Warren Buffett's company and here and there I mean like uh, wild but um, 
But anyway, but she's trying to do something good, and you know, maybe there, whatever. I, I'll try and introduce you to people that can make a difference. Okay.